What's up, party people? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Thank you guys so much for being here. This show is created to discuss life topics, to grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. Now, you guys know I'm always going around this world trying to find the best people on the planet, and I invite them on here so that we can come on here and have really great discussions that will help you transform and stretch your thinking. So today I found Emily Sanders and she is a C-suite executive and founder of the Next Level Coaching. As an ICF certified coach, she guides clients towards new perspectives that enable them to adopt, uh, adopt, adapt and evolve as leaders. No adoption here. It's adapt. <laughs> and she is the author of the book, Hacking Executive Leaderships. Now, Emily, I'm really glad you're here. And a lot of my um, listeners are executives, CEOs, you know, business owners, things like that. So you are speaking to your audience. So my I'm people. glad you're here. Yeah, these are your peeps. How are you, Emily? Welcome. I'm, do I'm doing so well. Thank you, Nina. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And I'm glad you came on. I, I really want to get to know you a little bit better. I want my audience to get to know you. This audience is amazing. So I have had a really uh, great time these last four to five years, like building up this uh, relationship with my audience, you know, asking questions and going on lives and just connecting with them. So I know they're going to really appreciate this conversation. So Emily, the way I always start is I always ask that little question, who are you? Who is Emily? So let us know who you are, Emily. Um, I'm a lifelong learner and um, I've always been driven to be the best leader I can be. My parents mm. were very successful business people in their respective fields, and they always talked about doing things the right way and giving back. And that was not only serving and giving back for good karma, but it was a path to success. And, mm. you know, things would come back to you um, in the right ways. And so I always just wanted to learn and grow and improve and push myself to be the best leader I could be, um, and then serve others and help them be the best leaders. I I'm someone who truly believes that if everyone in the world were operating at the top of their potential, the world would be a better place. Yeah. And it's not, if you have this and I don't have that, it's if everyone was at the top of their game, yeah. in their strength and in their gifting, we all win. So that's, that's hopefully who I am and what I'm about in a nutshell. Yeah, no, that's great. And you know what? I, I have the same philosophy as well. And I, I don't believe in that um, cutting people down or or having this uh, competition thing. I don't even know who my competitors are. I'm going to be honest, <laughs> you know, because uh, to me, if I keep an eye on, you know, doing the best I can I can be um, putting out stuff in the world that's impacting people's lives in a good way. I, I believe in that also, Emily, that law of reciprocity, right, that what you mm -hmm. put out comes back to you. And so I try to be the most honest I can be, as straightforward as I can be, as truthful as I can be, um, and also as empathetic and as caring as I can be, because I'm going to want those things back, you know? Right. So I totally get that. Do you think that that has um, helped you or has that also caused maybe some hindrances, you know, always being like trying to be the best because you saw your parents strive, right? I, I ask that because a lot of us uh, who are in, you know, higher positions or whatever, we struggle sometimes with being per being perfect or having perfection. Oh, yeah. You know, this mentality. So tell me a little bit about that the stuff you kind of struggled with when it came to For that. sure. Perfectionism is a double edged sword as as mm -hmm. is anything, right? So, you know, having having 
perfect be your objective is an impossible task because we're all right. human and perfect 100% of the time. So you're literally setting yourself up for failure. Um, mm -hmm. What I try to do is say, be a person of excellence. So go mm -hmm. after excellence and go after high standards. Th those are all good things. Um, mm -hmm. But also know that I want to give my best every day and whatever my best is that day. So right. we're, we're all humans. We live life. Sometimes we're tired. Like sometimes mm -hmm. we got four mm -hmm. hours of sleep and sometimes we're stressed because we have a lot of things going on. Mm -hmm. And so our best at that particular time might not be the best it was last week or last month. And that's okay. As long as you're putting yourself out there, trying to be genuine, trying to be authentically helpful and saying, I'm going to hustle and grind for my best, but not say I have to be perfect and perform perfectly every right. time. So I think there is right. that. Um, that balance, if you will. Yeah, there, there's something uh, to be said about that and also to be humble, right? Because I think mm -hmm. when you're a leader, it is, and especially if you're in the C-suite, it is really hard to be humble, right? And it's because you're afraid. You're afraid that people are going to not look at you maybe the same, or mm -hmm. they may think that you don't know any, everything, uh, you know, alert, you don't know everything. We all know you don't know everything. Right. And that's, and you know, that's the thing, like, I, and that's okay. And and that's okay. You know? Um, so tell me a little bit about what you're like. So you, you're a C-suite executive. So what got you into coaching? Why coaching? Why did you see that need when it came to leadership in C-suite? Right. So I've been, I worked for a series of technology-based businesses, big companies like Amazon and Microsoft, and then a series of, of small to medium businesses. And I was looking back and saying, what, what's my favorite thing about each of these roles? What's most fulfilling? And it was the one-on-one -on -one interaction with mm. colleagues and peers and bosses and teammates about getting them to their next level, whatever that was for them. It could be an actual right. career advancement and promotion. It could be helping Jennifer become more confident as a you know, as a presenter and these types of things. So once I had that realization and paired it with, oh, coaching is a thing and I can go get certified in that, go do that full time. Um, I wanted to combine those things. So I love, you know, I just get a, a, a hit of dopamine for helping other people become successful. And mm -hmm. that's what I thrive on. And so to me, pairing my personal experience in the business world with coaching and the love for helping people and the one-on-one -on -one interaction, it just, it's just uh, what, what I do. And I get to wake up and be excited every day for it. So that's how I, I know I it's really coaching. filling, isn't it? It's so filling. It is. It, it is. really is. Yeah. yeah. So, so tell me, and that's, that's in you though, right, Emily, because when you're in the C-suite position, that's really what you're doing, right? You're coaching, you're leading, you're, you know, guiding all the time. Um, and when you're in that position, you know, coaching is almost like a natural, you know, evolvement from that, right? Um, maybe not for everyone, but for most people, it's usually people. like a natural, it's usually like a natural uh, transition because you have been leading already, especially if you're in C-suite, you have been leading, right? Not everybody's born to be a leader. Some people get those positions that maybe shouldn't have them. So talk to me a little bit about how you're guiding your leadership? Like what, what is your um, coaching program and all that? What is that structure like? What does that look like? Yeah. I mean, so let me just tag onto a few things you said, cause they were fantastic. Yeah. So first of all, a lot of leaders do say I'm in this position of power, right? I'm, I'm a high level leader. So I must have all the answers, right? Don't put that pressure on yourself because two, two things here. One, one of the most powerful things you can say is I don't know. And mm -hmm. what do you think? 
So mm-hmm. if you have a leader who is uh, self-aware enough and humble enough to say, I don't know, that's a great question. What do you think? And offering up the, opening up the conversation. Those are really powerful things. Um, and then I think we often get fixated on having the right answer when really having the most appropriate question is far more important. So as a, a C-suite executive or a founder or an entrepreneur, framing the question is more important than having the right answer because you could be answering so the wrong question. So mm-hmm. being able to be a decision framer for your team and maybe you have a team meeting and you open it up with a certain question or prompt and then you say nothing else or you say very little else and you listen and you facilitate that conversation. Powerful stuff. Very powerful. Mm-hmm. More mm-hmm. so than let me tell you what to do. Let me tell you all the answers and have mm-hmm. people just, you know, be order takers. So um, I just wanted to throw that out there because as you were saying this, I was like, yes, 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 and yes. Uh, <laughs> but my my program or what I focus on uh, primarily are early to senior executives in a career transition or a life transition. So some sort of I got promoted and oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing or I need help prioritizing things. Um, I need help, you know, growing a team or a personnel issue or how do I increase or up my communication skills to be that. more strategic all of those types of things. I love working with people um, on that. And mindset is huge for me. So Mm -hmm. I believe that we, the belief set that we carry around, so everyone has a belief set, whether you know it or not, that you're carrying around every second of every day. And that makes us feel certain things and emotions are very strong and we act on those things. So the actions you see in the world and people taking action is from how they feel and from what they believe to be true. And so having a look at, okay, what lens am I wearing, so to speak? And I equate it to a contact lens. Everyone's wearing a contact lens and it's their belief set. What am I experiencing the world through? Having a look at that and saying, is that what I want it to be? Does that Mm -hmm. serve me well now? And often Mm -hmm. people have uh, contact lenses or beliefs they hold on to from childhood that Mm -hmm might have made perfect sense when you were five or 10 or 15, but yeah. don't make sense when you're, you know, 35, 40, 50, and you're leading a company. So, so good. I'd love to take a look at people's mindsets. That's so good, Emily. That's so good. I was just talking about that. I was just talking about that because I'm like, you know, we, we tend to have outdated thinking. Uh, it's outdated. It's not even for this time. Just like you said, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, do a little bit of a timeline and travel back a little bit and see where that, that thought process maybe came in. And then you have to start changing the thought process. It's not serving you anymore. And I always say, you know, it's not a good or bad thing. It just doesn't serve right. you. And, you know, even like today when you're going through something, you know, when, while you're going through it and you're attaching an emotion to the thing, you need to ask yourself if that's serving you or not, right? Is that anger serving you? Is that fear serving you? You know, so I, I love everything you're saying. So when when people call you, because I know all my, <laughs> all my executives are probably like, beep, what? What's she saying? <laughs> so um, for all of these amazing humans that are listening to us talk, like what, you know, when they're trying to get to that next level or do a, you know, like you said, a shift in life and all of that, like, do, do you put them through a, um, a program? Like, is it a, is it a few months? Is it until they need, like, you know, what does that look like? Yeah. I mean, the first thing I'll say is my job is to not keep my clients in coaching forever. Like that's not right. my, that's not how I operate. So I want you to get value if that's through, 
you know, two sessions for interview prep. Hey, Emily, I have a panel interview next Thursday. Can we do some quick sessions? Absolutely. If it's, hey, I do want to touch base with you every other week, just as things come up ongoing, yeah. that's great too. So whatever you need, whatever I can do to support you and yeah. help you be successful, I've done both and everything in between. Um, but it's really, you know, we define their objective and oftentimes a client's stated objective will not be what they actually want. So they'll present yeah. with something and then we'll dig in. It's like, oh, okay, you, you're talking about this, but you actually want this over here, which is a big yeah. part of the process. Because if we're going to do mm -hmm. all this planning and work and collaboration toward a goal, we want to make sure our ladder is up against the right wall, so to speak. Yeah, and so we do good. that work out front and get really clear on that. And a lot of people come to me and say, hey, Emily, I know I want to go in this general direction, but I don't know exactly what I want. Perfect. Great. We can work on work on that as well. Um, I get a lot of people at an inflection point in their career where they go, I've worked and hustled and grind grinded to this point, And I don't think I want this. Like, I think I want something else. And it's scary and it's unsettling, scary. but it's also a little exciting. And they're like, I, I can you help me? And so getting like actually getting clear on like, what do you want now when you've been defined right. by this whole other thing? So that can be a topic as well. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Right. When they're going through that, it's such a good, it's so filling to be a coach, isn't it? Because I can see your excitement. I, I, I feel you because I know that when we're looking at it, we're looking. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply at it strategically right so we're looking at it like okay we can do this they're coming to you in fear but it can be done you know i i had a um a woman executive too that went through the same thing she grinded and got the job and she's like and then she's like i don't want to do 
And she and I said, well, what do you want to do? She goes, I kind of want to just stay home with the kids. Like, yeah. you know, I said, okay, what does that look like? You know what I'm saying? Let's work on it. She goes, you think I could do that? I'm like, you can do anything you want. It's your life. Right. But it's, it's this thing. I think coaches, which I wish I had growing, you know, in my career field too. I wish I had what right. you're offering. Right. Because it would have made it more clear, maybe less bumps in the road, maybe less painful conversations, you know? So that's great. And I think, you know, what you're offering is going to be a really great thing for somebody, not just transitioning, but like you said, maybe just needing to, you know, uh, strategize, maybe brainstorm, maybe just, I, I don't know how to deal with this uh, department or issue, right? Do you find that's that? Such a huge, that's such a huge benefit of coaching. So I hear from clients over and over and over again, Emily, having someone be an objective sounding board is yeah. so valuable. Just someone valuable. who's outside of my organization. I don't have to worry mm -hmm. about it getting it. back to people, but they get business. Like, you know, business and you get this, but I could talk to you freely. I don't have to, you know, pull any punches. That's just such a huge um, environment. And I say, people often say, I don't have time for coaching. And I say, if you spent one hour a week to make all the other hours of the week, higher quality, is that worth your time? Mm -hmm. And they go, oh, mm -hmm. okay, yes, of course. So if you're talking about quality over quantity and being effective and having effective communication and interactions with people and decision-making, coaching is, is a thing for you. So um, I will put that out there. And then for people who are listening, who are like, oh, I don't have time for a coach. Or I don't want to do a coach right now. One thing you can try to self-coach on is in your internal dialogue, when you hear the word should come up. So I, oh, I should do this or everyone thinks I should do this, listen to um, where the should comes up because that's that's the indication of an external expectation. And so when you hear that in like literally when you say it out loud or when you think it to yourself, pause and say, okay, where is that coming from? Whose voice is saying should? And again, going back to what you said, is that serving you? It might serve you just fine. And you're like, okay, I'm willing to go along with that. But if it's like, nope, I need to take a look at that and pause. Where is that coming from? Whose voice is that? That's a good little trigger to keep in mind. That's very, very good. I'm glad you dropped that knowledge for them. And, the, you know, and the thing is, at, at the end of the day, Emily, what I keep hearing you is it's all it's always self-work too, right? It's always putting in the work. You know, um, you know, I've, I've had bad uh, C-suite people in my life. I've had great ones, you know, um, and I realized in, in most of the time it's because I can stand back. It's a gift, right? To be able to stand back and see what's happening. Uh, you realize that it's not even you, right? It's an internal thing with that person. Um, and so internally, if you guys want to be the best leaders you can be, whether it's your own organization or someone else's organization as a leadership in that organization, do some self-work. Like Emily just said, like pause for a second and ask yourself really uh, poignant questions that are going to help you get to where it is you want to go. I think, um, Emily, that one of the things also is that we take everything too personal. You mm, know, yeah. if if a team member didn't like what we said or questioned something that we're talking about, you don't need to take it personally, right, Emily? Like, uh, how do you how do you have them understand that they are? find where they are. They just need to tweak a couple of things. Like I think some C-suite people, when they say to you, Emily, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I don't have time for coaching. It's really like, oh shit. I don't really want, <laughs> I don't really want Emily telling me I'm doing things wrong. Right. Because it's scary. Yeah. It's scary. Right. Yeah. So how do yeah. you get them over that, that hump? How do we get? Yeah. Them so there's a couple things there. So it's a great question. So 
um, being self-aware helps you and helps everyone around you. So if you actually want to become better, you need to do like you need to challenge yourself and do the work. So if you think about it intuitively, it makes sense, right? Anything worth doing is hard. Mm -hmm. Anything worth doing involves you going through a little bit of pain and being vulnerable. Um, but it's so well worth it in the end. Yeah. And so if you if you think about, hey, I hear a lot of I'm an entrepreneur or I have a team that I'm responsible for, like Emily, like their paychecks and their job is on the line. I get that. Guess what? Your job is to put yourself in best position to lead. You're not serving them if you're stressed out and you're making right, decisions right, out of fear right. and you're not being a good leader. You are not serving anyone around you well. So instead, you have to do the work yourself. And if mm -hmm. you think about someone who's operating out of this scarcity fear mindset versus someone who, you know, at least is neutral, like, hey, I'm, I'm open to things. I'm evaluating things. I'm open, you know, neutral those decisions and those interactions are going to be wildly different. So I would just say, you know, understand to serve yourself, your team, and just the people, your family and friends around you do the work. It's worth it. And the second thing I'd say is feedback is an offering. It's not oh, yeah. the absolute truth. So right. when you're getting feedback from, you know, your competitors, like your colleagues, anyone, a lot of people do take that personally. It's like a knife right. to the heart sometimes. And I get that. Believe me, I get that but it's an offering and it's subjective mm -hmm. and you can decide, oh, I'm going to take that part of it that has a kernel of truth. Let me take that and think about it. And yeah. I'm going to discard that other part because I don't, I don't accept that. I don't resonate with that. Not everything someone says to you is just like a hundred percent, the absolute truth. Absolutely. So I would just take some self agency and say, let me filter this for myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes you a good leader, though, right? That's what's going to make you a very good leader. One, that you can take the feedback, right? Whether mm -hmm. it's all true, not true, you can at least take the feedback, right? I mean, yeah. I've worked with people that immediately you ask a question, they get up and walk away. And you're like, okay, so is middle sentence. All righty then, <laughs> you know? Um, and then you're like, oh, well, that's not me, though. That's not me. That's him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or her or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I've realized that, you know, in the beginning, you're just like a little taken back. Like, wow, that hurt. You know, like I literally mid-sentence talking to, you know, the big executive here and they got up and yeah. walked out. And I'm like, oh, hmm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. But if you right. want to be the best, I mean, iron sharpens iron. So right. you got you to take it. Sometimes you, I mean, look, yeah. I'm all for delivering it effectively. I'm all for being whatever. But sometimes you got to put on your big boy and big girl pants and, you know, saddle yeah. up. Saddle up. That's it. That's it. So talk to me about your book. Cause I know that you wrote your book, um, hacking executive leadership. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So that is a, a bunch of frameworks and tools that you can use. So from my time in the corporate world and from certainly my coaching experience, just these recurring themes I saw over and over again, that would help people. Um, and they're, they're situational. So you can apply them to lots of different situations. And I like to give people those instead of, you know, here is this specific answer to this specific scenario. Instead, here's like a framework and lens you can use, and it'll help you in multiple different, different ways. So it's just a, it's a, I try to make it straightforward and easy to consume. I know people are busy, but these tools will help you and just give you a, a point of reference for a lot of things you're going to go through. That's great. And so it'll help them with um, like a team and team development and decision making, and communication, recruiting and hiring, all those things. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah. So are, yeah, so are you still um, working outside of the coaching or are you just doing the coaching now? 
Yeah, I very recently transitioned to coaching full time. So I served on the C suite. Oh, wow. I was chief of staff for a digital marketing company, and that was so much fun supporting our CEO and the executive leadership team. Um, and then, for a series of reasons, now was the time to uh, transition and go all Good in on you. coaching. Good yeah, so how was Thank that you. moment, Emily? How was that moment? Oh, so <laughs> many emotions. I was feeling the feelings. Um, yeah, that's real. And, you know, exhilaration and terror and everything in between. Yeah, so yeah. it was good, Absolutely. though. It just it felt right. It was it was the exact right cocktail of excitement and fear. And I was like, I need yeah. to do this. So that's fantastic. Good for you, because that's not an easy move. And um, and and I, you know, I asked because I know I have a lot of people right now that are right at that cusp right and that fear comes in and before you know you're questioning who you are and what you know and the truth is is i i feel you should have a coach every coach should have a coach every leader needs a leader i have always said this right and so if you're listening and you're like oh my gosh that's where i'm at right now emily might be your coach right so you know listen to what she's saying and and see if that jives with you because the truth is is like i always tell you guys you know so you you know a blind can't lead the blind but somebody who's already uh, doing it and stepped into it and is working it can really help and even if it's just the accountability piece alone right emily like just that piece alone will help you move forward on top of the fact that you do a lot of the mindset work, which I do too, because I think that's super important because I call it mind flow. Cause I feel like things should be able to flow in your mind and expand the way you think. Right. Instead of, I know that mindset is the word that they use. Cause you're supposed to set your mind to certain things. And I, I agree. I, I believe that, but I also feel like we have to not be set on too many things and that we should like be able that. to expand the way we think. Right. So I really like what you're um, putting out in the world. I'm glad that you're doing it full time. You go, girl. That's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It's scary. It's fun. It's exhilarating. It's all of those things. And so I'm really glad that you came on here to share your wisdom. So I just want to have one little question more. And that is, uh, well, two. One is, um, what would you tell someone who is teetering on the fence from their executive position and is thinking of either up leveling maybe to a, a bigger position or like trying to like shift maybe out of that into something different what's a one little mm -hmm. tip you can give them yeah in 15 years and you look back on this decision what are you going to be most proud of mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and there's there's lots more that goes with that i want to talk about values and different things but yeah. you know in 15 years like what decision are you going to be most proud of? And that goes to the outcome of that decision, right? right. And also how you made that decision. So did you, why did you make that decision that way? So those are just two, two quick that's tips. so good. And you know what, Emily, that's true, right? I always say do today what your person next year, five years from now, whatever, is going to be super proud of. Because if you have no movement today, then don't expect that five years from now that you're going to have movement, you're going to be in the same position. So make a move today that you're going to be super proud of yourself five years from now. And so, you know, we're, we're like on the same wavelength, me and you woman. So <laughs> I'm really loving you, your energy and everything you're, you're about. So I really want my people to know where to find you, you know, support you by your book, all that great stuff. So if you can give us that information, that would be awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Hacking executive leadership is on Amazon. There's a Kindle version and an Audible version because I know people awesome. are busy driving around. Um, and then I'm on Twitter is my main platform. So Next Level Emily. And then if you want to reach out to me for coaching, that's fantastic. The My website is nextlevel.coach. So nextlevel, all one word, 
www.thrivingmindset.coach. And I'd love to hear from anyone. And please mention that you came from the show. Yes. Emily, thank you so much. This was such a great conversation and I love what you're about. So I, I'm, you know, I'm going to be definitely going on your Twitter and all that great stuff. So <laughs> thank you so much for being here on Straight Talk. I appreciate you. Thank, thank you, me. Nina. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm glad. Guys, you heard it, right? I, I told you I find the best people on the planet. Why are you guys always trying to play me? I tell you guys all the time. So make sure that you guys um, uh, follow Emily, get her book. It's called Hacking Executive Leadership. And like she said, it comes in every form. So if you're going to tell me you can't read it, listen to it. You know what I'm saying? So please pick that up because a lot of you, a lot of you have been reaching out, asking me little tips here and there about leadership and how to get to that next level and all of that great stuff. And you guys know that I'm always here to support you with tools, tips, resources, all that great stuff, but whatever can expand your mind. So make sure that you follow Emily Sanders. I'm going to hook all of her information below in the show notes so that you don't miss it. And hopefully you guys can work with her and move on to the next level of whatever that looks like. Thank you guys for being here. This is Nina Perez, straight talk, no sugar added. Until next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.